Good evening, brethren. I'm called Philip Mwine, and I've uh, been given an opportunity to share with you God's word today uh, from um, 2 Samuel 23, 1-3. I'll just continue in prayer briefly before I get into the word. A loving Father, I want to thank you for today. I want to thank you for everyone that has joined this call. I want to thank you, Lord, that, that you're here with us and that we can believe and we can know that surely that you're going to speak to us. Father, our hearts are expectant. We desire to hear from you. So I pray, Father, that you will use me to communicate to your children, Lord, and I pray that whatever I say will fall on hearts that are ready, hearts that are fertile to receive your word. I thank you that it will bear. I thank you and I pray that it will bear fruit in their lives and that it will bring transformation, it will bring change, it will bring growth, Lord, to bring growth, to bring unity, to bring growth. It will cause us to love you more. It will cause us to love your people more. So may your voice be clear today as you use me to speak. Just make name of prayer. Amen. So the passage that I was given to share from is Second Samuel 23, 1-3. Before I get into the sharing, maybe a small brief about myself. I'm called Philip Mwine, and I am married to a lady, beautiful lady called Doreen Namara Mwine. I think she's also on the call. God has blessed us with a daughter and the second one on the way. And uh, I enjoy sharing God's word, uh, learning God's word. And um, yeah, I, I enjoy sharing God's word, learning God's word. And I always, I, I do not take such opportunities to share God's word uh, for granted. And then uh, what I do for a living, I'm an entrepreneur. And uh, I, I run a couple of businesses here and there. And then also I serve at All Saints. Um, we serve in the marriage, young marriage uh, fellowship. Uh, my wife and I lead a young marriage fellowship. And then we also host uh, a fellowship at our home. All right, um, let's get into it. So Second Samuel uh, 23, 1 to 3. Uh, uh, I could first uh, read it briefly. And uh, as you can see, maybe you can just follow along. Uh, hope you can all see my screen. These are the last words of David, the inspired utterance of David, son of Jesse, the utterance of the man exalted by the Most High, the man anointed by the God of Jacob, the hero of Israel's songs. The spirit of the Lord spoke through me. His word was on my tongue. The spirit of Israel spoke. The rock of Israel said to me, when one rules over people, righteousness when he rules in the fear of god he's like the lighting light of morning at sunrise on a cloudless morning like the brightness after rain that brings that brings grass from the earth um, second samuel the the first that first verse gives us a short description of who david david's life it's, it's summarized in, though, in that first verse. 
the first uh, the first summer is uh, he was the son of Jesse. Uh, Jesse was his father. Jesse was a uh, was a farmer, and it also reminds us of David's humble beginning, where he came from uh, uh, before he was anointed uh, to be king of Israel. We know he first was a, uh, he was of course uh, one of the young youngest of Jesse Jesse's sons, and uh, Samuel was sent there to anoint um, uh, to anoint one of his sons, and David stood out as the one God had chosen because of his heart. And the second is, uh, the, then after that, God raised him up on high. Uh, David allowed God to raise him up and God used him mightily. Um, I'm sure we're all familiar with the story of David, where he came from, his humble beginning. Uh, he goes on uh, to, 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 uh, to, to displace a soul as king and becomes one of the greatest kings of, of Israel. And then he was anointed uh, of God. Uh, David was anointed by God, and God used him mightily. Um, most of the Psalms are written by David. David is writing and uh, he, he's worshiping God. And also that's the last description, the sweet Psalmist of, of Israel. David had a beautiful, he had a gift uh, of writing uh, God's word, but all oh, this was his expression of his heart of worship to the God he loved. And then uh, the second verse uh, breaks down. Uh, now we get into the reference to the Spirit, the Spirit speaking through David. And it says, this, the Spirit of the Lord spoke by me. I think this indicates that most times David knew that he was being used by God. That he, he knew God was using him mostly to write down what he was writing, and it was the spirit who was inspiring him to write down uh, uh, these these divine uh, words uh, or inspiration. And so, as he expressed himself through words, that's what he uh, he is recorded here in in Second Samuel twenty three two that the spirit the Lord spoke through him. So he was aware of what was happening and how the spirit dwelt in him. I think we remember in Psalm uh, in Psalm fifty one how he prays that uh, after the sin with Bathsheba he prays that do not to take away the Holy Spirit from me. Uh, so he knew the presence of the Spirit within him and what the Spirit was doing through him and what the Spirit was using him to do. And then, um, so after looking at a brief of an understanding of that first verse of how the Spirit was speaking through David, how the Spirit was using David, how David knew that the Spirit dwelt within him. I ask us a question, does God still speak through the Spirit today? Just like he spoke to David then, can we confidently say that God still speaks that one today? And I think we can read some verses to give us clarity. One of the verses that I, that that I would like to share with us is John 16, 13 to 15, that says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he, dis and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of mine and he will disclose it to you. All things that the father has are mine. Therefore, I say that he takes of mine and he will disclose it to you. 
So these are Jesus's words, and he's telling uh, the disciples how the spirit of God and the spirit of truth will come. And he will not speak of his own initiative, but he will speak of what he hears from God, and he will disclose it to us. So therefore, the spirit still speaks to us today, and he shares what he he hears from God, just like we have read from John 16, 13 to 15. He still speaks to us. And what he speaks or what he communicates to me and you is what he hears from the Father. Just like Christ is, uh, is, is telling us from John 16, um, 13 to 15. So if the Spirit is still speaking today, just like he spoke to David then. And we have read from John 16 that he speaks of what he hears from the Father, and then he discloses it to us. Therefore, what are the, what's the prerequisite for receiving the Holy Spirit? Who is the voice of God? Remember, David was anointed. Verse 1, David was anointed of God. And upon being anointed, he received the Spirit of God. Remember, Saul was also anointed to be king. But then when he disobeyed God, the Spirit departed from him. And now we see David being anointed. So today, if we are to, uh, to uh, bring it forward to where we are today, to, to our context right now, what's the prerequisite for me and you receiving the Holy Spirit, who is the voice of God? What is that prerequisite that we can confidently say, like David said, that the Spirit speaks through me? Shall I read again God's word? Hebrews 1, 1 to 2 says, God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in his son whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom all, through whom also has made the world. Hebrews 1, 1 2 tells us how God then spoke through our fathers, but now he's speaking through his son. He's speaking through his son. Let me, let me continue the thoughts so that you understand where I'm coming from. Then John 14, 6 also says, Jesus said to him, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So I hope you're now getting a glimpse of the prerequisite for one to be able to receive the Holy Spirit who is the voice of God so that they can confidently say that he's speaking through them. If Christ, if Hebrews 1, 1 to 2 tells us that God then spoke through the prophets and now speaking through his son, and John 14, 6 tells us Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. So that means the only prerequisite for us to be able to receive the Spirit, who is the voice of God, is through the Son. It is through the Son. It is through salvation. Friends, there is no other way around it. There is no other way you are going to get to hear or you're going to know the voice of God out of Christ. It is only through Christ. He is the only way, he is the only truth, 
and is the life. So the prerequisite for me and you as believers, for us to stand up and say that we can hear or we are, are, are can confident, the spirit can confidently speak through us. The first prerequisite is salvation. First spirit, uh, prerequisite is salvation. So I ask you, have you given your life to Christ? Have you given your life to Christ? Christ is the only way. He's the way to God. He's the only way to truth. And he's the only way to life. And he is the only way that me and you receive the Holy Spirit in us so that he starts to communicate the oracles of God, so that he starts to communicate through us the truth of God. So it starts with salvation. I, I hope all of us from this call have given our life to Christ. I gave my life to Christ 10 years ago. I was lost in so many things. I, I, I was lost in, uh, name it, <laughs> I done it, I lost in, in, in alcohol, in, in, in drugs, I was lost in so many things. But 10 years ago, I accepted Christ as my savior and friends, I can stand here and say that it's the best decision that I ever made in my life. Giving my life to Christ was the best decision that I ever made. And I pray that everyone on this call or someone on this call who has not yet made that decision that you will accept Christ in your life. If you're going to hear the voice of God, if the spirit is going to speak through me and you, salvation has to come first. So what did God say to David through the spirit? So I uh, remember verse two, uh, David tells us that the spirit spoke through me. But what did he say? For us to be able to understand what God will say to us today, let's first understand what he said through David. Verse 3 says, firstly, he who rules over men must be just. He who rules over men must be just. So that, that is justice. That is the first thing that we are hearing from David. Justice. The spirit is speaking through David. And uh, these are the words that are penned down. He who rules over men must be just. So the first thing that he tells David or he speaks through David is justice. And the second thing is, uh, secondly, ruling, as this is still verse three, ruling in the fear of God. That's reverence to God. So we see two things here that the spirit is speaking through David. One is justice, and the second is reverence. But what, therefore, if God then, uh, through David, because David, Second uh, 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 Samuel 23, verse two, that's, those are the words, um, justice, the summary is justice and reverence. If that's what you are saying then, through the spirit, what is being said to us today? What would God say to me and you today through the spirit? Matthew 22, 37 to 40. I think is the best summary to understand, um, to, to bring it to, into our context today. And it says, uh, he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, 
with all your soul and with all your mind. This is a great, this is great, this is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commands depends the whole law and the prophets. Matthew 22, 37 to 40. So we see reverence and justice the other side. Here we see reverence summarized today as love God, because that's the first part of the verse. Love your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. And then the second part, which is justice, summarized as love people. That's the second uh, uh, part there. It says the second is like it. it's the second uh, commandment. You shall love your neighbor and yourself. So today, God is telling us two things through the Spirit. Love God, love people. Love God, love people. Uh, in Second uh, Samuel 23, to, to David was uh, justice and reverence. To me and you, it is love God, love people. So do you want to hear God's voice today through the Spirit? I know you came here today to understand about God's voice through the Spirit and to learn how to hear Him to discern, I spoke of the first period, which is salvation. Without salvation, it will be impossible to start this journey of hearing God's voice through the Spirit. Accept His gift of His Son, Jesus Christ, today in your life. That's where it starts from. There is no other shortcut. I made that decision 10 years ago, and I'm telling you, it's the best decision you'll also make in your life if you haven't made it, then you will receive the Holy Spirit to dwell and live in the inside of you. Because he promises that when he goes, he promised that when he, 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 he left, he would give us a helper through the Spirit. That's Acts 2, as we're telling his disciples how he had to live. And then the Spirit will speak to you what he hears from God. So he will hear. The, he, God's voice through the Spirit is channeled through God. So the, 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 the starting point is salvation. And it starts from there. But then I have a caution for us. There are many voices out there that are claiming to be the Spirit of God. And yet they are not. There are very, very many voices. And John cautions us. He tells us, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So yeah, you are a believer, and you think you hear the voice of God. But John is telling us that there are very many spirits that are out there, and they are claiming to be speaking directly from God. So we have to test them. We have to know. We can't just hear everything that comes and we accept it. How do we do that? How can you discern and know that it's God's voice through the Spirit that's speaking to you? Friends, the first thing is studying God's Word. Studying God's Word. I do not know if we have the discipline of studying God's Word. It starts from there, discerning and understanding and starting to learn to hear God's voice speaking to you even him is going to use you to speak to others, 
starts from studying God's word. And that's what Second uh, 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 Timothy 3, 16 to 17 tells us. All scripture is inspired by God and is uh, profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. The scriptures God has given them, they are comprehensive. They are, they are from God to teach us. There is nothing about life that is not found in God's word. As Second Timothy, as Paul writes uh, to Timothy uh, in Second Timothy, and, and he's telling him of the importance of God's word, of its 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 comprehensive nature, of how it possesses everything that we we require. So, friends, it starts with God's word. The inspired word of God has everything you need for for teaching for correction, for rebuke, for training in righteousness, name it for all our living. It's found in God's word. It starts with studying God's word. Secondly, prayer. Prayer. If you're confused, you are, you do not know how to discern the many voices and the many spirits that are out there. The best place to be, to be at are your knees. The best place to be at are your knees. And James writes and encourages us, James 1, 5, that if you lack wisdom, you should ask. And God who gives graciously to all without finding fault will give to you. God promises to give wisdom to those who are praying, to those who are calling unto him. So if you, you are you're confused, there, there, there are very many voices that are speaking and you do not know which one is the voice of God, Get on your knees. Pray. 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 And the third thing that I would like to talk about is following the guidance of the Holy Spirit, which has been about our sharing today. Um, Romans 8, 26 and 7 tells us, in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for by the Spirit. Himself intercedes for us through wordless gods. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Friends, if you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of you. And he is not just there to do nothing. No, God sent him to dwell and live in you so that he will guide you in this journey of life, so that he'll be able to give you wisdom, that he'll be able to give you direction, but above all, that his voice will stand out so loud and clear among the so many voices that are screaming and that you'll be able to tell that this is the way walking it. But friends, there is no way the Holy Spirit will guide you if you are missing on those first two. Prayer and studying God's word. That's where it starts from. And then in there, the Holy Spirit will work in your heart. And the voice of God will be clearer because you're studying God's word. And then now the spirit will use you to communicate to others the truth of the Lord. So how can we apply this to our daily living? We have to get into the discipline of studying God's word and obeying it. It's not enough to study God's word and just leave it there. We ought to study it and we ought to obey it. And what it does and what it's saying to us. Secondly, 
intentionally love God. What does it mean to love God? It means to. Of course, loving God starts with studying his word. It means, it means uh, uh, prayer. But then also it means that you genuinely desire God in your life. You genuinely desire God. You genuinely desire to enjoy God. You genuinely desire to be satisfied by God. You have a longing for God. And there is there is no way you can claim to love God and have a longing for Him if you're not communicating with Him. So it starts from there, loving God, obeying his word. And then genuinely loving people, genuinely loving people. Uh, what does love loving people look like to you today? Uh, this means, um, genuinely loving people, this means to the husbands on the call that we love our wives, Ephesians 5.25. That's the best way the spirit will speak to us, to our wives, that he's indeed dwelling in us. If I'm loving my wife, if I'm loving my wife, to the wives that you're respectful to your husband, that's the best way your husband will hear the spirit through you. If you're respecting him, to the children on the call, if you're being obedient to your parents, that's the best way your parents will know that the spirit indeed dwells in you and he is speaking through you if you're being obedient to the employees, if we are treating our employers with respect and, uh, and with justice and with mercy and with love. So it, it cuts across loving people is the best way to, to show that indeed there is the Holy Spirit is working in your life and the fruit will be the evidence of his speaking. The fruit will be the evidence that he is indeed dwelling in you. That when there is love, when there is joy, when there is peace, when there is patience, when there is self-control that is being seen in your life, then we can say indeed God's voice, sorry, God is working through you, through your spirit. And as what we enjoy or what we are seeing is the evidence through, through the fruit. So I pray that what I have shared um, You've learned something. There is something that you've learned. There is something that you take away from it. And I would like to end with this verse, uh, Mika 6 8. I felt it just brought everything of what I was talking about together. Uh, Mika 6 8 says, He has told your man what is good. What does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. Walk humbly with your God. I pray that we will be a people who indeed love our God. And when we indeed love our God, it will be evident as we listen to the guidance of the Spirit in us. And the evidence of that the spirit is in us speaking through us will be fruit that is bearing in our lives. And the people around us will see indeed there is, there is the spirit dwelling in this person 
through the fruit, through the change that is happening. The spirit does not come in me, does not come inside us to leave us to say, no, God has sent him, what he transforms us. And what comes out at the end is a beautiful picture of Christ's likeness. So that is, that's a small summary, that's a small teaching that I wanted to share with you. Um, let us pray. Loving Father, I want to thank you for uh, today. I want to thank you for the time that I've spent on this call with your people. I thank you for what you've enabled me to share. We desire, Lord, to understand what it means to hear your voice through your spirit today in our context and in our time. And we thank you that you have reminded us today that it all starts with salvation. It starts with giving our lives to you. Friends, if you're on the call and you've not given your life to Christ, maybe something that you need to think about, something that you need to think about seriously, and I hope that you will make this decision. And if you've made, if you've given your life to Christ and you have been struggling in your walk, I pray today, tonight, that you will renew your commitment to walk with the Lord, that you will walk with God, you walk humbly with your God, just like Micah 6 says, that you will not just be a carnal Christian. No, God wants to use you. He wants his spirit to speak through you. And so that's why he has given him to you, that he will dwell in you. So friend, I pray that today, that you will awaken to hear with the spirit. As he says, this is a way of walking it that you will be obedient. If you're living in sin, that you will, you, you, you will put it off. You will put it off tonight and you will desire Christ-likeness. You will desire justice. You will desire kindness. You will desire righteousness. And those are the things that you will pursue after. So Father, I pray for your children that they will long to pursue for, 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 for righteousness, for love, for mercy, for justice, Lord. And friends, I pray today that the Lord will continue to enable you to love him. Father, we desire to hear from you. And you've given us your word that through it, Father, we will be able to study it and hear what you're saying to us. So, Father, I pray for a renewing of a desire and of a longing and of a joy to study your word. For anyone here who's local, who is not spending time in your word, Father, I pray that you will awaken them to enjoy it starting today. Friends, that you will not just be a Christian who goes to church on Sunday and just logs in on calls, but you do not have your personal devotional time. That you will be a Christian who wakes up every morning to meet the Lord. How can you say you love God and you're not spending time with him? So Father, I pray for those who are saying that they are struggling. They're here and they're saying they're struggling. They want to spend time with you, but they keep failing. Oh, Father, I pray for discipline discipline, to have a discipline to do it. But Father, not just study your word and get up and leave, but no, also to study it and be obedient to it. And then Lord, I pray that we shall genuinely love people. We shall genuinely love people. But we shall love people, that we shall be a people who are just, who be a people who are merciful, who be a people who are exemplifying Christ-likeness to everyone we meet. Because how can we say indeed that the Spirit is speaking through us and is working through us and is indeed living through us 
if we do not love people. Friends, we deceive ourselves. And that's what John tells us in First John, that we cannot claim to love God and we hate our neighbors. And we deceive ourselves. Then indeed is the spirit within us. And then what is he saying? So Father, I pray that we shall genuinely and sincerely love people. So help us, Lord. We cannot do this on our own. If we try, we are going to fail. Help us, Father. Help us. Help us. Remind us, Lord, the importance of prayer. To spend time in your word. To spend time on our knees. Here, hearing from you and communicating with you. Friends, we spend so much time with our people we love. But why can't we spend time with God? Why can't we spend time in prayer? Hmm? We, we spend five, ten minutes in prayer. No, the Lord desires us that we be on our knees and we spend time with, with him, adequate time with him. Let me tell you, it's the best decision you will make every day if you spend time on your knees in the morning. So, Father, I pray for that awakening and the desire to pray for your children to the glory in one of your name. And, Lord, we thank you for your spirit that is dwelling in us. We thank you that it's we thank you that you have given him to us as your voice. Now, Lord, where we have been disobedient to him, I pray that you forgive us. We are really, really sorry, Lord. Where has been speaking to us and giving us counsel and direction and we have disobeyed, forgive us. Tonight, today, Father, we want to renew our commitment that we shall yield and listen to the spirit. And that indeed the, the, the spirit you've placed in us as your voice, Father, that we shall listen to him. And that, Father, after he has spoken to us and has worked in us, that we, are, we shall also allow him to use us to speak to others. Friends, the Lord has given you the spirit, not just to transform you and make you into a better man or woman. No, so that then you can, he can use you to go and speak to others. So that it shall be said of you like David, that indeed the spirit was dwelling in you. That the spirit was working in you and the spirit used you to do mighty things. And that's what the Lord desires today, to use us friends. He has given us a spirit who is giving us gifts, who is transforming us to Christ like him so that he can use us. Use us to reach out to the lost world. Use us to impact our marriages. Use us to impact our children in our parenting. Use us to impact our businesses. Use us to impact our workplaces, to impact our country. So, Father, we are here. We are your people. Have your way in us. And may your will continually be done in us. Father, we worship you, we glorify you, and we praise you. For this is just my name of prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Um, Mr. Mwene, thank you for sharing and we bless the Lord for using you this evening. We are going to shortly continue in prayer before we close off. Father, Lord God Almighty, we want to thank you for Philip. We thank you for using him this evening. We thank you for the word that you've used to, to speak to us, O oh Lord. We bring him before you this evening that you continue to use him for the glory of your name, O oh Lord. We lift up his family into your hands. We lift up his children, his wife, that, Lord, the word that he has shared about your voice through the Spirit shall become real 
also into his life for oh lord his family his his children and his generations oh lord but as he's fed us we pray that you'll use him also in his family that will be more loving and your spirit shall be evident in all areas of his life father we want to thank you for speaking to us this evening we bless you for your word is a double-edged sword and it comes with with new convictions every single time we listen from you lord we thank you for this message this evening we want to pray that this evening you cause us to be more aware of your spirit oh lord to be more aware of your speakings oh lord when you speak to us that we shall be able to to know just like david said in this in this text that we read in second samuel 23 but Lord, we shall be aware of your spirit when you speak to us. We shall be aware that it is you speaking to us, O oh Lord. Um, brethren, I'm reminded of that time when Samuel was still was still a, a young boy, and then the the and Eli was trying to teach him how to listen from the Lord. That sometimes we we mistake the voice of the Lord for maybe the elders around us. But we pray, Lord God, that this evening you will cause us to differentiate your voice from other voices, that we shall know that it is you speaking to us, O oh Lord. Holy Spirit, we invite you this evening into our lives, into our, our workplaces, into our families, into our, our relationships, our marriages, into our children, Lord, even as they are at school, might God, Lord, even amidst the different things that, that are changing in the world, oh Lord, the different things that, that, that the enemy has put across through the various things that they watch, oh Lord, we pray that there will be uh, an anointing upon our lives, that there will be discernment, there will be a spirit of discernment upon, upon us, upon the, the youth, upon the young children, that they'll be able to discern the spirit of our Lord, oh Lord, and they'll be able to differentiate between what is good and what is not good, my God. Father, Lord, we plead that this shall not be for only those of us that, that have even logged in, but we pray that even those that for the congregation at all sense, for the body of Christ, oh Lord, that there'll be a growth amidst us, oh Lord, there'll be a growth to differentiate your voice, oh Lord, and know that indeed it is you, oh Lord. Father, we pray that you continue to allow, to, to help us allow to be used of you to allow your spirit to speak to us oh lord that we shall know your voice and welcome it and welcome your guidance oh god father we've we've, we've heard in your word that uh, when we're sharing in john 16 that indeed your word your voice comes to disclose what is to come and to disclose the truth. We pray that this evening your spirit shall speak to us about the truths that we need to know concerning our lives, concerning our work, concerning our destinies, concerning the things that we are supposed to do, O oh Lord. Some of us have major decisions to make and we are lost on what to decide, O oh Lord. We pray that this evening you shall come through for us, O oh Lord, as your children, as we tell in your presence that there will be clarity of direction in our lives, O oh Lord. That, Lord, this evening you will silence all other voices in our lives that have been speaking contrary to the voice of the Spirit of the Most High King. Father, we pray that 
if if there be any anyone amongst us who has been challenges or have have been having challenges of different voices speaking to us even in the night even in our dream life oh lord we pray that this evening you cut us off from any evil speakings any speakings of the evil ones in our lives oh lord that it shall only be your your voice your spirit that will give us direction oh lord father we pray that you will deliver those that have been having direction some some of us are being directed by maybe ancestral spirits some of us have had maybe loved ones or parents that have passed on but we still cling to them and say we had the the, my, the spirit of my mother talking to me father we pray that this evening it shall only be your voice speaking in our lives and there'll be no other voice to speak in our lives my god and king we thank you and we bless your holy name father even as we as we go out as we go off this call father we pray that you as your spirit dwells within us oh lord that there will be an enriching of your love oh lord in us at our workplaces in our families that we shall be we shall be able to bear fruit and that fruit that will, will be evident to those around us that when we speak people shall see you in us people shall see your spirit in us when we appear oh lord people shall see your spirit in us even when we we, we talk to our friends when we encourage them when they share with us, oh Lord, that we shall be, we shall have divine divine direction oh lord to to share to even help those around us those that are our close friends those that are our family members even all the people that you bring in our lives as we as we take on this journey of salvation lord god and as we finish you also want to bring all those in uh, that are close to us that have not received christ as their personal lord and savior that you shall reach out to them you shall reach out to fam our family members that have not encountered your salvation our church fellowships in the different families that are represented here, in the different families at Osens Cathedral Kampala, Lord, in the different families that we have individuals that have not received you and have accepted you as their personal Lord and Savior. We pray that this evening, Lord, as we tell in your presence, there'll be conviction of sin in their lives. And Lord, we pray that many souls shall be drawn to the to your to your cross. Many souls shall be drawn to your throne, my King and my Lord, even as we show up for you every single day. We thank you and we bless your holy name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and believe. Amen.